Fade away my crew. Hey, Southside, where you get all that drip? Yeah, yeah. FBG, YSL, no just for spraying, yeah. Told my story, got it clear by your daddy, yeah. FBG, YSL, what's happening in? Richard Mill, all this shit, nigga, what's happening in? Blue Baton, bandana, but what's happening in? D4L, start a man, say what's happening in? Alright, and we're back with episode three. Uh, how y'all doing? Why are you recording this podcast? I'm Malcolm, one of your hosts. I see a lot of scruffy individuals. Did you ever explain the, uh, the name of the pod? Scruffy and Dusty. Oh, nah. Not really. Uh, I can do that now, I guess, on episode three. But ba- basically, the name, Why Are You Recording This, uh, was inspired by um, basically our friend group always catching each other off guard recording shit that we didn't want them to record. And we would be recorded doing things that were pretty compromising. Like if they got out to the public, people might look at us different. Yeah, none of us could ever run for an elected official or for any kind of political office. So, I mean, that's basically where it came from and then just translated here. Uh, Not that we're necessarily going to say anything that might get us canceled or anything but we might it's definitely a possibility (laughs) i definitely might definitely we got a few in the chat we definitely (laughs) might say something that will get us canceled it might happen life goes on right q that's it man you know you say what you you say what's on the heart you say what's on your mind and you live with the results you know it's not always good definitely but you live with it you live with the results you live live to fight another day just before we start, I'd like to shout out everybody that listens to this and then decides that they never want to listen again because of how we are. <laughs> Word. All right. Um, so how's everybody doing? How's everybody hanging in there? What week is this? I'm losing track, but we're in May now, right? It's officially the first week of May. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Bruh, the hoops in Massachusetts are now tied up. It's like... This New York thing is going global. They tying up all the hoops, bro. <laughs> the, the New York, the New York, the New York virus. Yeah, bro, that New York virus is going global. They... Yeah, yeah, the Unork, the Unork virus. Nah, but the New York virus. But have y'all seen these people? These people at Central Park. I was my. I wasn't surprised. I guess I was a little bit, but God damn, there was hundreds, thousands, maybe out there. Joe, you was out there. Central Park picnicking, frolicking on a beautiful Saturday. I was not. I was not. I kept my distance. I actually went out for a drive just to get out of the city um, and to check out this reservation that I want to hike possibly next week. I hope we get some nice weather again. Yeah, you were talking about how the the basketball courts, they took the hoops down. It's crazy they did that. But then I went on it like like Joe. I went went on a hike in Blue Hills, um, which is an area in Mass um, around the Punkapoag Pond. Um, and the golf courses are still open. <laughs> yep, golf, golf courses, courses are, are, are fully functional, which is kind of wild, you know. Like, why? My dad's been playing solo golf. Yeah, that's 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 privilege. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, we went for a hike yesterday, then we went to the court to try and shoot a little bit. And it's funny, right? Because in Massachusetts, completely different dynamic where the hoops and the nets are there. They just have the little plastic uh, black tape on them. The little, uh, you know, lock them up. You could easily go up there and just like snip that off, but I'm not trying to be the only black guy in this town right. at the basketball court getting caught <laughs> snipping the net. So <laughs> it's a completely different dynamic, but yeah, it's cra- it's crazy, man. I- I'm ready to get back to normal for sure. What about you, Mark? What's been going on? None. I just been chilling. Same shit every day. You just been chilling. That's it. Just chilling. Yeah. You been staying home? Yeah. Nah. But I be I be at, I be at other people's houses. <laughs> Dirt. Dirt. I don't be at my house. <clears throat> the whole purpose of the stay but, at home act, and you just not doing it. I mean, I'm ba- I barely stay at my home as it is. I usually you just use my apartment to sleep. I mean, I feel like it's, that's what we all were doing, right? But they encouraged us to get yeah, back to. They're, <laughs> they're encouraging us to stay at home, but I, I guess it's different out there in California. I guess the order is to just stay at a home, not just yours. Copy, copy. Yeah, like you can choose. You can choose where to quarantine. 
you know? Sounds very nice. Such a liberal state. As long as you're not, as long as you're not out, uh, you know, <laughs> you can choose doing a whole bunch. That does not sound... Yeah. I'm always amazed by Malcolm's way to interpret rules or regulations or policies. Oh, yeah. Malcolm <laughs> always finds a loophole to everything. <laughs> it is what it is. Just to get to something a little juicy, do you guys feel that dating and isolation is like forcing us to redefine our deal breakers? Like, do you think people are no longer looking at boxes to be checked off right now during a quarantine? I don't even know. I, like, I don't know many people who are dating uh, virtually, to be honest, but... Like, just the thought of having somebody there who is a potential suitor. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't even care. As long as they're breathing right now, that's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is a bre- living, breathing human. All right, bet. Sign me up. I'll entertain. So, yeah, we're throwing every preference, everything we would normally be like, all right, she needs to check this, that, and a third. We're just completely... Overlooking all of that. Like, we just, we're going straight for the kill. Damn, I don't even want to say straight for the kill. We're going straight for the day. I don't think you're overlooking any of that because you ultimately, like, you have to have a connection. You have to be able to, like, talk to the person because unless you're ready to risk it for the biscuit and, like, head over to that person's house, <laughs> like, you're not, you're not just, like, you're not just going to be just talking to one person if you're not actually interested. So I think the, the, um, the interest is, got to be there it's got to be strong the connection's got to be stronger um so there's a lot more boxes that i think you have to check off unless unless you're just shooting the shit and you just are bored and just want to talk all right if on that note i'll be honest i'll be bored yeah all right thank you i know (laughs) get at that get at that like if a girl let's say you know you normally under normal circumstances would not really entertain her but she's like giving you something she doesn't maybe look like your type but she says yo come through Oh, I'm not coming through. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not coming Boy, through. You, you've been lie. coming through. Why you always lying? Not to <laughs> not for a not for like a random girl. Not for like a random girl I meet on Hinge. It's somebody I've already had a relationship with, like I've known, sure. But I'm not coming through to like a stranger's house. So you never we can come, FaceTime you never, a stranger, a stranger. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're telling us right now that you've never just met a girl off of a dating app. Probably had like a day or two. I'm talking about during this quarantine. During this quarantine. Uh-huh. I thought we were talking about like in the present, currently. Okay. Yeah, during the quarantine. All right. So you were Yeah, wouldn't. nah. Nah. But under regular circumstances, sure. I mean, what regular that was circumstances? Like, that was like sixty percent of my time in New York. Oh, Jesus Christ. Bro, I ain't buying none of this shit. He lying. This boy is capping. I just said, yeah. You said you wouldn't now during the quarantine. Nah, not during the quarantine, but under regular circumstances, sure. I'm all about that new experience. This is this is the new normal, though, so you're going to have to learn how to operate under these conditions, you know? I'm good. Like, I mean, I've already, I've already um, acquired enough. Um, Enough what? Of a clientele, per se. <laughs> so I, I can dip back into the reserves if I need to. The, the, books, the books are hot right now. They're tight. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, I mean, the hub has really been getting me through on those hard days. Which hub? Oh, the hub? Yeah, how you many categories? Me? How many categories have you gone through on the hub? Uh, I usually stick to like the same categories, but I'll like sometimes I'll go back like to like three hundred pages just to see something oh, that yeah. I've never seen before. <laughs> you, you search harder. I'll click the five hundred, bro. You search harder on the hub than you would for like a research paper. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> it's tough though, because like after though. a while you start seeing the same videos. Yeah. <laughs> you spend more time <laughs> searching right, title different. Yeah, it's like, all right, I've you spend seen this more video time searching like than you do actually times. busting a nut, bro. You be on the hub for like 25 minutes trying searching. to find a clip, and then you only get like looking five crazy. minutes. <laughs> you'll, yeah. find, you'll find you'll the be full crazy and like a compilation in three you different pages, full three different categories. <laughs> and you just fast forwarding through the full length, just trying to get to the spot, get to the point. It's yeah. like, uh, uh, fuck. Then you get that post nut clarity. Like, damn, I'm so disgusting. <laughs> what a. You look, you look at your search history, and it looks crazy. You look yeah. so nutty, bro. It's, cra- 
Yo, didn't a teacher, I think, one of you guys sent a, a clip about like yeah, a teacher the, who got caught with like a Pornhub book. A college professor. Yeah, he had favorited <laughs> that page. Trying Whoa. to view. He fa- right. And then the right. college professor favorited the page and it said that co- like college. Like uh, busty college girl? Busty college girl. Yeah, bust, busty college girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Can't, you can't do That's that. That's why you got to close down your browsers. You can't leave the tabs open ever. <laughs> Yeah. Or, <laughs> or that's don't a rookie do, move. Don't search Pornhub on your professional devices. Like, what? Yeah, what is that? Definitely, definitely don't save it as a favorite. Don't favorite <laughs> don't bookmark it. it. Don't bookmark it. That's yeah. it. <laughs> what? PSA. <laughs> do not bookmark on your work computers. <laughs> oh man, Joel, you're you're like one of the more like diligent and. Uh, disciplined people I know How have you been handling this? <laughs> uh, I mean As it pertains to what? Just like in general? As it pertains to like Your relationships And like the people that you might have been dating Before the quarantine And how has that evolved now? Um, I've honestly been chilling um, I've been talking to a few people That I've matched with on Hinge Haven't met any of them Just like having casual conversations Daily Um just Daily. Play, playing the field. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you have to... I need... We both need to be engaged daily. Otherwise, you feel like you're losing interest or you're losing that person. So, I've been talking to people, but haven't seen anybody, haven't had any dates yet. Just taking it a day at a no, time. No FaceTime dates? Yeah, I've done a few FaceTime. A few house parties. Um, it's been cool. Okay. Okay. I've only done one. Yeah, I mean, it's like... you. Tr- I don't want to do them so often where it gets to the point where it's like, all right, this is kind of whack. You want some physical connection, huh? Absolutely. I would love some physical connection, but I also care about, oh, oh man, you already know I'll get in my bag. I throw my playlist on, light some candles. Light some candles, the, huh? As he sips tea out of a mug that says naughty. This dude is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is hilarious. Uh, but honestly, no, I've been good. Uh, it's it's been fun having this this podcast with you guys because it takes up a lot of time. Just even thinking about topics, looking for things to talk about. Um, I've also been, although work has been pretty lax, like I've also been finding myself doing a bunch of other things, like going on runs, working out, just keeping myself engaged in other ways where I'm not like just focused on how fucking horny I probably am, how horny we probably all are. Uh, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm pretty set <laughs> on that front. Um, I just, I just want to make that clear. Shout out, shout out to the love of my life. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, you, you continue, continue. I just had the shameless plug there. What are, what are the top, what are the topics for the today? Um, all right, let's get into it, bro. Um, I, I hope that people don't feel like this is a podcast about insecure the show itself and just dissecting shows, but. I mean, I feel like episode, what, three was the most recent one last Sunday. Uh, I mean, what stood out to me the most was the whole Condola and Lawrence interaction towards the end of the episode and Lawrence hitting up uh, Issa in her DMs or responding to one of her DMs. Um, how do you guys feel about Condola? Like, is she, was that like a, a, a fuck boy Move well, like is there a, a, a term for women when they do things like that? Fuck boy. Yeah, yeah. Condola's trash, bro. Honestly, um, <sighs> that that rubbed me the wrong way. And he's a nice guy because I would have been out. And you could, I mean, it all kind of made Wait, sense. Can you can you explain what what happened? Yeah, let's talk about what Just, happened. So for um, people that don't watch the show, so essentially he. Um, took the initiative of being a nice guy and inviting himself over, correct me if I'm wrong, to a Friendsgiving. Um, went to the Friendsgiving, tried to do his due diligence to be a nice guy, brought over, what did he bring over? Drinks, uh, offered to help fix her sink. Um, and throughout the entire time, it was slightly <laughs> awkward. And then at the end of it, she circles back and says that he basically invited himself. Um, and at that moment, you know, he also learned that she, he was almost being used as a, a person to get over um, her previous failed relationships. Right. Exactly. So Yeah, and he didn't find out from her. He found out from her friend who was her drunk friend. and like pretty much spilled, spilled beans. It. Right. <clears throat> so, yeah, she's, she's trash, bro. The, to keep it brief, Pat wants to keep it brief. She's trash. Um, and 
honestly, shout out to Lawrence for going home and sliding to Issa's DMs. If that's where his heart lies, that's where it lies. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, you can't waste your time with, with trash. And that's that's where I sit. And But she gave off... Go ahead. She gave off a vibe from the beginning of the episode um, that she was putting him in a box. Like, she yep. said from Jump, you're perfect. Like, nobody's... There, like, I don't know. Even in the best relationships, you're not going to tell the other person they're perfect because you're both working towards something. Um, and she was saying that he's perfect for the position that, and role that he's playing. She's not, she wasn't looking for anything more. And when, she asked, or when he asked her about the Friendsgiving, she was already a little standoffish. So she's, she's been giving weird vibes. The fact that, he, yeah, like he said, he found out that she was married from a drunk friend um, <clears throat> is crazy. And that just shows how, you know, intimate they've been in, the, in, or how open she's been about her relationships, her prior relationships, and where she sees their, her current. As to where, whether or not she's over her ex, that's that's still debatable. She could be. So, but what, she could just be using it. So, what would y'all do in that situation? No. <laughs> we already know Q is out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, there's there's no hesitation quit. on that. Like she, she, she's not interested. What if you really like this girl though? And you, you're gonna be, you're gonna be that so quick to leave if you really like this girl. Uh, yeah, because it's not being reciprocated. And this is gonna come off wrong, but you could like a lot of girls. Like it's, it's like there's a lot of women. There's a lot of girls. There's a lot of, women, a lot of women in this world, man. It's early. <laughs> yeah, it's so early. You could like anybody. She's just as much of a rebound for Lawrence as he is for her because he's she's he's rebounding and he's trying to pursue it whereas she's probably rebounding to get over something. So they could meet at this at a, a crossroads down the road where they're both unhappy in the situation in the relationship and they're both trying to they're trying to see the things that they want that they were lacking in the prior relationship in the current one. Yeah, being in Lawrence's shoes um I've, it'd be easier for me to just up and leave if I find out that's how Condola was moving just because, again, like he has Issa to fall back on. And we clearly saw that towards the end when he just like hit her up on her, in her DMs. Um, and he also knows that he can and smash anything. I feel like Lawrence knows that he has game and he can just swing anything. So it'd be easier to leave in that situation as opposed to somebody who probably wasn't you know used to just getting cheeks thrown at him left and right <laughs> but it's kind of funny because his other rebounds like remember when he had that threesome one time yeah <laughs> yeah like, he he like he was never ready for it he was like he he was never ready for any kind of like short-term relationship or like he didn't know how to position himself because he was coming off a five-year relationship so i feel like he forgot what game was or that like he yeah. had game he had swag like you forget you sort of lose yourself like you know when you're just in you a lose yourself in a relationship <laughs> not that you lose yourself but there's some things about yourself that you obviously lose or give away in order to be in this relationship right and probably our 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 guru can speak on it you know our guru, guru Q can probably can speak on it <laughs> yeah i mean when you when you step off the court you definitely um you know you're not getting the reps in you're not Getting shots up, you you walk away and and when you come back, obviously you know you're gonna be you're gonna be rusty. Um, yeah, like you're a different person in a yeah. relationship than you are out of a relationship. And and there's certain things when you're not when you're dating and not dating, there's so many dynamics to it, right? Where like you can easily become annoyed by people. Like there's that whole phase where like you're just annoyed by like just females and like things that they say and like things that they do there's that annoyance phase then there's like acceptance phase and then there's like getting back into a phase right but by the time you get back into it you probably met somebody you like again and now you're in a relationship again um but i can let malcolm speak to that because he's our our single guru here our our dating (laughs) connoisseur um from coast to coast he could probably speak to how he's able to stay 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 fresh out stay fresh out there (laughs) I mean, I, and honestly, I've never met a man who has can talk and, and conversate with so many women like that and still maintain positive relationships. At least they perceive they appear to be positive. Who knows how they really feel when they go home? But 
Um, they, they, they look, they look positive. Um, cause mo- most women, you know, you tell them you're not interested after doing all that. It that's, that bridge is gone. So speak, speak on that. It's all, it's, help us out. It's, it's all, it's all about how you position yourself at the beginning. It's all about that first impression. Me, I'm a very approachable person. I'm very charming. I'm intelligent. Like I, I don't, I'm not too bad on the eyes. <laughs> and I'm just a, <laughs> I'm just a nice guy. I'm I'm a nice guy. He said I'm not I too relate. bad on the eyes. <laughs> I'm usually just pretty upfront and honest with most of the women I deal with, and like they can tell from my personality and how I treat them that like in their in their minds they know I probably is probably not serious, you know. And so they go in it with that mentality. Now, if I was like trying to show, like trying to go out of my way to treat them extra special, special, then that's when they're like, all right, so maybe he likes me, but I don't really do that. (laughs) I don't usually, (laughs) I'm not usually going out of my way. Got it. Got it. Like, I'm not, you know, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not about to give the sauce away, but like when you go out of, guys know when you go out of their way, when you go out of your way for a girl, it's because you, I mean, we'll we'll say that it's because you really like them, but obviously you, you're motivated by something, right? Me, I just take it a day at a time. I'm not really motivated. It's like I'm I'm interested in getting to know new people, and if it goes somewhere, it goes somewhere. But if it doesn't, then it stays right there. Like every girl starts in the friend zone for me. <laughs> You got to make it out of that. Right. Until they're not friends. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when we get to savage mode. <laughs> 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 Bob, Bob is like Beyonce on that Meg remix. Oh, wow. That was, that was good, Q. <laughs> um, all right. On that note... Uh, so talk to me, fellas. Music, music. I feel like we got some, so you wanna, some good, some good shit. I feel like Q has a lot to say. He's been uh, talking a lot about this new Drake project. Oh my god! What did what did what was Joe's quote yesterday? Uh, Pat, uh, you, uh, Lucy. You said he got blue balls. It's yeah, a Lucy. Man. I feel like it was a Lucy project. That shit was loose, all I, yeah. right. That shit was loose. It was like a, it was like care package. Yeah, that shit was yeah. not a care package. Yeah. He could have kept that. Did he call it a mixtape or what did he call it? It's a it's a mixtape. See, it's not a it's compared to like um if you're reading this it's too late. That was actually like an album, whereas this is yeah, it's a Lucy pack. Yeah, it's just it's random, it's all over the place. Uh he's, the he's two, doing the, five different genres in this mixtape. Yeah, the two songs I liked were remakes like from other songs, and it was just you kept you kept waiting throughout the whole thing for like something like good. And it just like I feel like it never came, and just just to clarify, we're talking about Dark Lane demo tapes. By yes, Drake. yes, yes. Just for people who are listening, yeah, yeah. he dropped it on Friday, right? This Friday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what songs didn't you like? Me? Do you remember any track titles? Because <laughs> I honestly don't. <laughs> no, and I'll keep it brief. I didn't really there. There were no songs I didn't like. There were just no songs I really liked. I need to go back and listen to it. I haven't listened to it entirely, so I really You didn't really like any of the songs. I didn't really like any of them. No, I I thought some of them were cool. I thought they were okay. Um, But I didn't really like any of them. But, um, you know, Joel helped me and painted the picture that, again, this is a, you know, Lucy just put some tracks together and put it out there. It's not an element of, you know, his album and like like an official project. he has an album coming out this summer, so this is just like here. which I which Quarantine. I was I was relieved about because I I was like golly we're just putting anything out we're just consumers will just fucking take anything these days huh it's but. like you could take this album as a as like a single like normally in, in normal times you have a single that goes out to to kind of build your your fan base back before you drop something right. in the summer so he's dropping this because he also knows. It's it's a quarantine season. Like it's not it's not a major time to put music out. And like you can align this with Tory Lane's album that he dropped. Like it's not the craziest body of work, but it's more content for his, his core fans 
who would just appreciate to hear his voice more and like hear a new track. That's why you've got Tuzi Slide on there. That's why you got Desires on there, which are tracks he's already leaked. But it's like, here's this and a few more pieces that you can just listen to. And this is going to hold you over until quarantine's over and we come outside. And then Drake's just going to, he's going to try to take over the summer again. If we have Yeah, and I mean, Pat, Pat, you said this too um, the other day that it's, it's a product of the fact that he put himself or positioned himself in a place where everything he puts out is like, like megastar. You know, like it's the songs become viral. You got people doing everything. The dance, yeah. like everything stops when Drake releases. Yeah, and it just it didn't happen. And it's not that's not a bad thing. I mean, quite frankly, if you know somebody else put that out, like if the ba- if the baby put that out, it'd probably be hot. <laughs> you know, but be his best project yet. But when Drake puts, shout, out, shout out to the shout baby. Out, shout out to the baby. Shout out to the baby. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get the baby on this show somehow. But um, yeah, <laughs> we got we got questions, the baby. We need answers virtually. Don't slap nobody. Um, but yeah, it, it was just one of those things where it it wasn't memorable. And when Drake puts something out, you're used to getting really excited. That's what I'm saying. It gave me blue balls because it's like going home with that girl you always wanted to go home with, and it just like didn't happen. It's <laughs> a good good analogy. Yeah. Um, Do you saying Drake's album is like the girl you wanted to go home with and nothing? Wait, happened? is this an album? Why do we keep saying album? It's a mixtape, right? Oh, sorry, Drake's project, his mixtape. Sorry, yeah. I would, I wouldn't say that, right? Because I didn't even know it was coming out, and I don't know if you guys did, but I didn't even know that this was happening. So it just no, not to like I woke really. up and he, it was he there. announced it a few hours before. Before, yeah, got it. Yeah, so yeah. it was a, it was literally like Nothing three or four you hours. You can look at is that. Yeah, like Drake does not put out albums often with a lot of features, so that's why like I don't I don't give this too much too much weight because like that's not something that he does, and like especially his best bodies of work are primarily him and probably no more than four features on the whole album, and they're not doing they're just adding accents to the to the piece. Like he doesn't do that a lot, so the fact that he's doing this it's for his core. Like he's trying to touch like the new fans. Like you got Playboy Cardi on the song. Um, I'm surprised yeah. that the verse Chris Brown was song wasn't trash, bigger. Bro, let's not let's not go there. And Pat, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> he had a track with Chris Brown, and most people don't even didn't even remember that was there. Like when you have yeah. a track with Drake and Chris Brown, like we know he's not even on it. It's like that from shit no was guidance to this. It's like <laughs> I didn't. I'm sure they Chris got Brown. one. I'm sure they got one on that album. I'm sure the 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 real song is on the album. Yeah. And Chris Brown just did like the ad libs on this. Let's just be patient. Let's be patient. Always patient. Uh, I enjoyed. I enjoyed this though. <laughs> of course, I enjoyed this shit. Are you kidding me? Surprised. Deep pockets, <laughs> fire. When to say when? Fire. We heard that already. Chicago freestyle, fire. Fire with with Jivion. Come yeah. on now. Not you too with Chris Brown. Like I was expecting Chris Brown to actually have a verse because that is the type of uh, that's literally like the beat, that tempo that Drake. He really does a good job of like owning, and I wanted to see how Chris Brown was gonna hop into like his lane and do that, but he didn't. On that note, though, I'm also happy to see that Chris Brown and Drake are still collaborating. Like we got after no guidance, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah, that yeah. was all we were gonna get, but we got Light Skin King and Light Skin King. Definitely oh my God. combine yeah. it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh but yeah, so far, so far it's like it's four for four. I mean, Tussie Slide is whack. Like I don't like that song, so I'm gonna skip that. Desires is fire. Time Flyers is landed, is okay. And then D4L, are you kidding me? D4L is pretty fire. Yeah, D4L is a hit. That's going to be a smash at the parties. I'm not... A hey, smash. I give this album a month. This mixtape a month. I'm yeah, not going to remember it. Tracks are all right. Tracks yeah. are all right. You, you, made it, you made it sound really good. You should get into promoting. That was D4L good. D4L is a smash. That was Pain good. 1993 is fire. That's what... That's what Playboy Cardi fans love, though. No, they like, hated this verse. Crazy. Uh, they that hated verse this verse. Dookie, what? You serious? That's, have you have you seen anything a, on Twitter? They song. hated it. <laughs> that song was doo doo. Playboy, that yeah, Playboy Cardi. Give him a chance to be on a song though. with Drake, and that's what you do. That's what you say. What? That shit is gonna go up. Nah, bro. That's like Lil Uzi on that Migos track. Um, nobody wanna hear Lil Uzi. I know. Bougie? I always skip that. Bad and bougie. I yeah. always skip Migos. Uh, Lil Uzi's verse yeah. on Bad and Bougie. I'm good. Do you have you have losses? 
That I mean, was fire. And then From Florida with Love might be the best song on here. I mean, take yeah, this all with a grain of salt. Take this all with a grain of salt. This is coming from a man that said Kevin Bosch was a star. So, <laughs> I mean, I just... He was. Every, every, Chris Bosch was a star. This this podcast never sees it. Whenever Malcolm I don't comes watch sports, but take, I do listen I'm to music. All, I'm always just taken back, man. The album was I okay. don't watch sports, but well, I listen right, to music. Let, let's get to the real yeah. song. I feel like the song of the week for the Hive. I know what, Pat, you, you part of the Hive. Malcolm, you part of the Hive. How'd y'all feel about Beyonce getting on Meg's track? I'm not. Um, I mean, I actually wouldn't consider myself part of the Hive, no. first of all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a part of the Hive. is cool. I like her. But I'm not, uh, I'm not like, you know, holding my breath for her projects. They're good. I listen, but I usually just listen a couple times, and then that's it. I'm not like a huge Beyonce fan. Right. I'm a part of no, the I do love like her. It's, it's cool that she jumped I on the track. I do love her, uh, her album. It's cool that she jumped on the track. It's cool to have like two women from Houston on the same song. But like, What track, Pat? What track are you talking about? Savage Remix. Oh, okay. By who? By Meg Thee Stallion. Meg Thee Stallion? Yeah. Like, I was not... The Stallion? Yeah. It was cool. But unless like she already had the song's already big off TikTok. Like I don't imagine the 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 hive going like bringing this to a number one because it was already there, and it's not gonna make it the song like last but longer. But they were. The charts, I, I kept seeing that song on Insta Story when it was when it was dropped. Oh, yeah. I did see a lot of quotes. People were love. People love Beyonce's verse. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm not they part were, of the hive, they so I'm loved not, it. I'm not going crazy. I, mean, I saw all of my IG story. I mean, I'm a, I'm a part of the hive. When you you know you're in a relationship, somehow you're in the hive. Um, <laughs> and nah, it was hot. It was hot, bro. It was hot. I, it's I hot, bro. It. <laughs> it was hot, bro. Like I, you know, I've come from a place where I thought Beyonce was just okay, and then I went to a concert, and it was like LeBron coming out. Like she's just like. Yo, I don't know. It's, it's undescribable. Yeah. You gotta that go I will see agree it. with. You gotta go see it. That I will agree with. But she's she's dope live. Yeah. So that track that track was hot. I enjoyed it. Um, I I, I like. I mean, I like this little move because I mean, with especially with both of them being from Houston, it's almost like a like your your icon. Your not only like is she like a world icon, but imagine how she is in Houston. Like this is Houston's like darling, and this is Houston's like newest up and coming act. It's like one of those like grab the hand and bring you up with me, yeah, type of situations. It's cool. I thought it was clever. I thought it was well played, and uh, I think Beyonce did a great job yet again. And she she waited till that song blew up to then touch it. You know, she's not just touching any track. And I thought that was a, a great move yeah. by her, obviously. It's uh yeah, it also like kind of solidifies that Meg put this track together and then Beyonce got on it. Like you were saying, Q, like she didn't jump on early, so you wouldn't be able to tell if it's like Meg's wave or if it's Beyonce's wave. Like Meg's people push this and all the TikTokers push this to number one and Beyonce just bring up a little uh B dust on it. Right. <laughs> a little B dust. A little, yeah. What's B dust? <laughs> That's how you know Pat's in the hive. He knows about the bees. He's dust. definitely in the hive. He's just trying to <laughs> lie. <laughs> He's lying. <laughs> the bees. <does. laughs> so nobody, nobody's gonna say anything negative about this song. I really don't have anything negative to say, bro. It's Beyonce. I w- I'm not a crazy fan so of Meg the Stallion in the, the song. Nah, I ain't scared. I just don't have anything negative to say about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm scared. Um, so I, even if I didn't like it, shit, I'd tell you I like it. Cause those, those fans, bro, they are nuts. Like going against them is like going against the mob. I'm not touching it. It's better to join them than then go against them. Um, I'm all for it. Shout out to Beyonce. Uh, shout out to the baby. Um, we love the hive. It's a very safe podcast. All right. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> y'all are killing me. Y'all now, now y'all know y'all will be going ham in the group chat. I think I think the only thing negative we've ever said about Beyonce or the Carters is when y'all roast me because they were like one of my top albums for like 2019 and that shit had like eight tracks. 
Yeah, you were riding that album hard, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. You know how many times you gotta listen to an album that had eight tracks for it to be a top play? It's like you were working out to the album, you were playing 2K to oh that album, God. you were cooking to that album. It's like, my man. And then every few weeks you'd be like, yo, you heard this track? It's like, bro, it's the, it's the first song. Ape shit? Yeah, yeah, that's the first track. <laughs> that, that, black, that black effect? That black effect? Oh, shit. <laughs> you put that on when you're on the Stairmaster? Go crazy. Yo, tell it's me. Like, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, transitioning on though to the to the juicy shit. This Michael Jordan doc. Uh, I was actually rewatching last night a few of the episodes because I needed to catch up. But uh, it got it got good, right? It did get a Remember lot in our better. Group chat? You you guys were like content with what you were seeing. Oh yeah, uh, I think it it got it got really react, good because it got away react, from Michael react. Jordan. You know, it got it got away from the normalcy of like we all know the michael jordan story of the game winner shot game winning shot in north carolina and 63 no, not points. everyone i can't i didn't bro actually when i rewatched the first episode and i was paying attention it made a lot more sense and i was like really drawn i'm surprised you didn't bro because the uh the people in your age bracket you know age 32 to 40 <laughs> um that was like your that, those were your prime years bro but um i'm glad you had a chance to go back in my prime watch. years bro my prime years nah i'm 28 yeah. I, didn't, I didn't grow up watching jordan the first two episodes were really just like a highlight reel of all the commercials that jordan ever did and all the yeah. highlight things you see between like mcdonald's gatorade Jordan brand things, um, like the Olympics. It was like, it was just telling his story. Like, this is who he is. This, you know, he was at UNC, played great, blah, blah, blah. It was, it wasn't enough of like what we don't know. It was just like a recap of what we already know. Whereas this episode, I mean, three and four kind of dove into, into Rodman. And that told a story that's, you know, shined a light on him when he was not given a lot of opportunity to speak. People were just speaking for him. And he mentioned that he was like, you know, a lot of uh, reporters are just, asking questions or, or putting out articles and saying things that are going to get a reaction out of him rather than giving him a chance to give his piece and like talk about what he's going through, which I don't think he really did. Um, he just needed a break from basketball to, to do his own thing. Yeah. And I think too, it's, you know, one thing to, we got to make sure we're clear here that there are certain age groups that, like, some of the older age groups, like, I had a chance to talk to aunts and uncles and people that, like, we're we're at an age group where we didn't really fully watch all of that stuff and see it happen. A lot of this like stuff... Like, on and off the know, court, right? Right. A lot of this stuff, older ad- basketball, like, fans and things like that, they remember a lot of this stuff. I think it, it really draws our age group in because we didn't know half of this stuff. We didn't know that... Dennis Rodman got a two-day vacation that turned into a week vacation in the middle of the season to go right. to Vegas and go hand. Like, wild. <laughs> like wild. <laughs> in the in the tunnel signing kids' autographs with a Miller light. Like talk about a savage. we talk <laughs> about savage really? That's the savage, bro. That was wild. But <laughs> but bro I wish I wish you could do that now. You could never be able to do that now. <laughs> He's like a cross between like WWE and the NBA. <laughs> Who goes to a game with a Miller Lite? Walking in like Stone Cold. Yeah. But no, I think, you know, it's crazy because he would be filthy rich right now. He'd be a megastar um, with how expressive athletes are with their outfits and the things that they wear. Like, look at Cam Newton. He looks like Dennis Rodman. Like, when you really think back to the hats <laughs> and those outfits and... Dennis Rodman was just way before his time, man, and that was uh, it was cool to see that. But hilarious when he asked for the vacation, and Jordan says, quite frankly, like you let this man go, he's not coming. <laughs> he's back. not coming. He's back. not coming back. <laughs> he's not coming back. Not Do not back. let him walk out that door. <laughs> but no, I, I think that that shit was funny, and we remember the wild boy days, and I think that's why we we enjoyed that episode so much because this man was just going ham. But it 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 touched on a lot of us, right? Like because. When we were when we had to get shit done, we got shit done. And he always showed up on yeah. the court. Yeah. But when he was off the court, he did whatever the hell he wanted to do. Yeah. And I think that's kinda like us. We when it was time to focus and lock in, we did, but when it was like free time, we were bugging. <laughs> <laughs> but what were your thoughts on it? What were everybody else's thoughts? I I mean I I feel the same way. I was I had never uh 
really looked into or heard about Dennis Rodman, um, like his backstory and everything. And I clearly, I wasn't really that interested. I didn't know that I would be so interested in his story yeah. uh, after seeing this. Um, but very entertaining guy. And I agree, He would if he was to come out now, he would be on a whole nother level. Hell yeah. I think he might even be like a movie star, low key. He'd be huge. It's also funny because like, I don't know if you've, you've seen the uh, the Vice documentary about when Rodman went to North Korea. Like to North Korea, his yeah. whole story is outrageous. He's a very free spirited individual, and like he he can do and does whatever he wants. And just to see where he's come from and uh, how how disciplined he was on the court, and he was he was one of those few people that's able to play his role. Um, except for when Pippen came back and they kind of hinted towards it in the, in the last episode, but uh, I'm interested to see like how he Spoiler manages alert. his role. Spoiler alert. Let's, let's and, make sure um, we let people know. Yeah. How he's going to manage his role um, when, when Pippen came back and he was no longer like the go-to for, um, for Jordan to, to, you know, for help. Yeah. But you, any, any man that is out there getting 25 rebounds, no points, like, that's that's impressive. Uh, <laughs> and I just can only imagine how he would be dogging right now when, like, all the rule changes, like the no hand checks, the, yeah. the this, that. Or maybe he would be doing worse. Who knows? But uh, the- Yeah. Would you, would you think he would actually be playing as well, given all the rules, the rule changes now? I mean, he was but so he's, crazy. No, it's different, though. It's Because it's, it's the entire league that's different. Because you can't, like, put say you take Pat Beverly and put him then. How would he do? I don't think he, he would not fare as well in that time period. Like the the brutes that you see in the league now are not the same. Like they were average um, back then, right? But it, it's tough because one of the things that he said in the beginning was, "I want to inflict pain. I want to get punched in the face." Like he thrived off of that type of aggression. So I wonder if he would not yeah. do so well in this sort of NBA where there's like they're limiting that kind of contact. I feel yeah, I, I wonder if that would. gets him go that like got him going, you know? He's just a crazy man. He's <laughs> <laughs> a crazy man. He's free. He's free. <laughs> yeah, when he was with man. Carmen Electra though, this guy, I was like, yo, how is he do- what is this guy doing? Yeah, and, that, and, that, <laughs> he's saying? and that's the power of women, though, because she's the one who took him over the edge. She's the one that, uh, like, made no, him was Madonna. Just be Madonna so free. Did. Oh, was it, was it Madonna? It was Madonna. So, Madonna was like, yeah, you have to, defi- you have to put yourself oh out there and, let, and define God. yourself before they define you. Mm. And then he was like, oh, her? <laughs> Damn, Madonna <laughs> dropping gems, though. Yeah, she dropped yeah. a major gem. Like, Carmen she was, made- like, in the, in the beginning stages. And then she was just like, yeah, this is how you do it. Right. And Madonna, Madonna made him think he was a rock star. He lived it, though. He lived fully to that word, a rock star, bro. But, I mean, it was nice to see. I mean, I, I need to go and, re-watch, and watch that episode. But from what I've seen, like, Rodman was, like, in terms of where he was at that era, was, like, the true definition of being free and being yourself. Like, he didn't give a fuck about anybody. Like, he really lived that <laughs> rock star dream, bro. No, he did. He did. And I'm excited to see where this thing go, where this thing goes. And I feel like those last two episodes, we really got a chance to, like, start to get a little bit more of the dirt. So, excited to hear about, hopefully hear about Jordan's gambling, um, more of the inner problems within the team. I think they're going to shed more light on the feud between Isaiah Thomas and, and Michael Jordan. Um, so I'm excited for all that. I think tonight's they really gonna be put, good. They really put Detroit in a bad light in this in this whole doc, which is kind of funny. Bro, they were throwing haymakers. <laughs> connecting. Connecting. <laughs> that was a street fight. And then nobody all got thrown out, bro. All no one them. gets thrown out. Bill Lambeer was just swinging on anybody that came nah, in. It was <laughs> different era. Different, different era. Bro, and Bill Lambeer comes from... I don't know how much you guys have looked into this, but Bill Lambeer comes from like a really wealthy family too. So nah, nobody cares about Bill Lambeer. We ain't looking him up. No, but hear me out. What I'm saying is, is that there's nothing more fearful than a man who doesn't need to play in the NBA. He doesn't need <laughs> to play basketball. 
He's out there throwing haymakers and he doesn't need to be out there. <laughs> that does not connect. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah, all right. Dangerous. Dangerous. Yeah, man. Show me a man on the street that has nothing to lose and I'm going the other way. <laughs> <laughs> or on the court too. <laughs> right, on the court? Nah, bro. You you can have it. Nah. Here. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited to catch up and then see what comes. Um, this weekend, yeah, man. yeah, we got should five be, and six, so it's, it's it's uh you know we're getting to the halfway point of the show. Ah oh, man, can we get to the halfway point of this quarantine? I'm fucking tired. Oh, <laughs> I want to go out. Yeah, bro, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm feeling. Uh, I talked to Pat about this, but I'm feeling like Timo Cruz and Coach Carter when they had the gyms <laughs> locked. They got the gyms locked. Like, bro, unlock the fucking gyms, man. Like, let's Give go. Give me something. <laughs> Give me something, bro. No, Governor out like, there locking the gyms. Just just to put out some updates, like New York City school closed. Or, excuse me, New York City schools are closed throughout the end of the year, uh, and like they've been sort of talking about reopening plans. Like I'm, I'm I saw that like Connecticut plans its next phase of reopening on May twentieth, so they'll start opening some industries at least in places where like the virus hasn't been that high in terms of yep. cases and deaths. Um, so the same thing with New York State, but it's like. Oh, like I think they're just teasing us and feeding us bullshit, and then we're still going to be in this honestly probably throughout the summer. Because the thing is, it's going. We're going to get a second wave. Like we're going to get a second wave. Because as soon as it's it's sixty plus for seven plus days, people are going to be back together. And like you saw in like Washington Square Park the other day, people are going to meet up. And there's going to and like there's going to be another measure. We're going to be back in quarantine, and then after that point, hopefully, we'll be like trending towards some new level of normal yeah like it was so easy to stay stay at home at you know early in march early you know beginning of april but we're in may like it's getting nice outside it's like it's it's getting harder to say stay at home we should and do you it still have you it's know, the right thing but you still have a lot of essential workers getting the the virus too which is obviously bad from grocery stores to frontline um medical staff yeah, man. I mean, Joe, let me ask you this. You're, you know, I want to be as blunt and straightforward as possible when I ask you this question. Um, as an avid New Yorker, you you love that city. You say it's, you know, the greatest city in the world. And I'm not here to argue that because I'm from Connecticut and I live in Massachusetts. So who am I to talk about that? Right. But um, are you going to stay at home? Like, are you going to stay in the house? Like the governor says one thing, like how much will it like? How much do you actually internalize it and say, hmm, I should stay home? Or is it like, okay, yeah, got it. I'm out. I mean, I'm not going to go because I can't go to like a club or a restaurant. So, I mean, I won't be confined to like my bedroom or my apartment itself. Like I'm going to get out and get some fresh air. Like I, again, like I said in the last episode, I'm going out on runs. Um, I think there are things that we can do with what we're given where we can still be outside and get some fresh air and enjoy ourselves, but it's just a matter of, like, gathering. Like, one thing I'm not going to do is go to a block party. Like, they be bugging out over here on, on Lennox and, <laughs> and, and Madison. Like, I'm not going to step out. I'm not going to step out and, you know, and be in a crowd of, like, 20-plus people. Or, Absolutely not. But, um, yeah, I'm still going to go outside, you know. It's, it's okay to go on a run, wear your masks, just be safe, keep your distance. I think that's what's key. I mean, I, th- I think that's also the issue. Like, people are not following those guidelines in terms of, like, keeping your distance um, and just going into you saw, gatherings. Um, you saw Georgia. They Ever since they opened, they've been, like, growing their cases, I think. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> you, you guys... Who sent, who sent that video yesterday of, like, a riot in Atlanta? Like, that's... That was on Instagram, I think. Yeah, like, that's, that's like a... what needs to be avoided. That's what should not be happening if we really want this pandemic to get to a point where they can ease up and people can be okay and safe outside but i don't know man we're, we're fucking humans we're hard-headed and we're also not used to being locked down like this it's like like this shit is crazy to think about how we're in lockdown and then there are people that are actually sitting in jail granted they committed crimes i get it but like especially for those who committed like lesser crimes like petty crimes like this is what they feel like this is what they go through just being stuck in a box this shit is wild Although it's very different because we have access to, you know, Wi-Fi. Like, I don't think I could survive this without Wi-Fi. I feel like if the internet didn't exist, it'd be a dub. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I'm surprised you're surviving it with the Wi-Fi that you got, but um, no, I appreciate your take on that. <laughs> My Wi-Fi is great, bro. My Wi-Fi is great. <laughs> that city Wi-Fi is boo-boo. Nah, nah, nah. My shit good, boy. This, the spectrum is clutch. But, uh, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm curious to see where, where this thing goes. I know you mentioned the tentative dates. I know uh, Connecticut's around that time. Massachusetts is around that time, so... Uh, we'll see. I would imagine there's going to be an extension, especially if these other states are opening up and they're, of course, having problems like we expected. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, how about you, Malk? How's it going out in Cali? I know Joe mentioned block parties. You hitting up Issa's block party or what? <laughs> or, nah, that was on IG, <laughs> which I did attend. That was on IG. But I think... I think it's time here. I think Malk is uh you got you got some brunches to hit. I'm ready to right? go. Yeah, Malk, Malk has a brunch to go to, so we should just uh cut this, this right now. Up. I think Malk needs to go out to another <laughs> yeah. barbecue. Malk, bro, wear your yeah. gloves, wear your mask. Somebody coughs, Always. go the other yeah, way. Be safe. Somebody sneezes, go Always. the other way. Don't shake hands. You got some pocket hand sanitizer to walk around with? Of course. All right, good. I stay strapped. Right, right, right. Stay strapped. You see, you see where I'm. You see where I'm working with right here. You got the big bottle. That's a big bottle. You got the twelve ounce bottle. How much? How many do you need? How many do you need? Golly. Hey, well, you know, you roll, you roll around with one of those bottles everywhere you go. You got the little hand sanitizer on deck. He keeps. I got a little small one. It's a spray too. That's the one I keep in my my jacket. In your merce. Yeah, my merce, my Balenciaga merce. Yeah, that's what I used uh, my Trump check on. I bought a Balenciaga Merce. All right, send us out, Mark. Send us out. Send us out. All right. Oh, that's the end. All right. Well, it's been another great one. Um, <laughs> we went a little longer than usual. I'm getting a little. I was starting to get. I was starting to fall asleep there. Damn. Um, but. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been real, and um, we'll we'll be back. Either next week or whenever these people can clear up. No, no, no. Not whenever these schedules. people. Whenever you don't have a cooking class or right. whenever you don't have a barbecue to go to. Excuse me. Excuse me for having a life and being busy. During quarantine. It's called quarantine. Right. Another episode. Another episode. A lot of laughs. A lot of banter. Why are you we'll be back. Yeah. Why are you recording this yeah, we'll podcast? Yo, shout out to Corbin. Happy birthday, KO. Happy birthday, Corbin. Oh, yeah. Shout, shout out to Carlton. Shout, shout out to Carlton. Shout out to Carlton. Happy birthday. Shout out. Happy birthday, Carlton. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Peace. Hips tick tock when I dance. On that demon time, she might start her OnlyFans. Big B and that B stand for bands. If you wanna see some real ass, baby, here's your chance. I say left cheek, right cheek, drop it low and swing. Texas up in this thing, put you up on this game. I be parking my frame. Gang, 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 gang. If you don't jump to put jeans on, baby, you don't feel my pain. Please don't give me hype. Write my name in ice. Can't argue with these lazy bitches. I just raise my price. I'm a boss. I'm a leader. I pull up in my two-seater. And my mama was a savage. Nigga got this shit from Tina. I'm a savage. Yeah.